The world has written a narrative of motherhood that's narrow and limiting. But that's not how motherhood was designed to be. We don't have to accept that narrative or stay in that confined space. As Christian mothers, we have the freedom to create a beautiful, fulfilling, and inspiring life for ourselves and for our families. We can live a life of purpose and vision in the midst of the confusion around us. I want you to move from being unsure to being confident as a mom. I want to see you let go of the overwhelm and guilt and embrace the freedom we have in Christ. Let's learn how to enjoy the life and the family we've been given. Let's create homes where faith can grow and hearts can be shaped for the kingdom. I'm Audrey McCracken, and welcome to Grace for My Home. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Grace for My Home. I hope that I caught you on a great week. I hope that you are doing well and enjoying your home and your family. We are, we're doing great. Um, we're getting ready to start our summer season. My kids have about one more week of school and then they'll be off for the summer. And so, you know, they think they're excited, but they're not half as excited as I am to be finished with another school year. And I am looking forward to be able to jump full full force into our new coffee shop that hopefully, no, definitely, (laughs) prayerfully is going to open in the, in June, around, around the beginning, middle of June, something like that. So, um, so we've been working hard, me and the team that's working with me. I have a great group of people, um, who are, are helping me to pull it off. And then, you know, it feels like this has been a lot of work, but that's when the real work starts, you know, the getting up and, and being there early in the morning starts. So, so pray for me. So this, this is exciting, but at the same time, it's like, Oh, this is going to be, this is going to be a lot, but we're really, really looking forward to it. And, you know, we're doing this because we feel like this is what the Lord has called us to do. And whatever he asks of us, he always provides the grace and the strength to do it. You know, I I said, maybe it was last week, maybe it was the week before, I don't remember, but I remember telling you guys something that I've always found to be true. You know, we often hear that quote, that scripture that says, all things are, are possible. You know, it, with God, all things are possible. But, you know, it doesn't say with God, all things are easy. Sometimes things are difficult, but it doesn't mean that they're not possible. And so, you know, when we partner with the Lord, when he asks us to do something and our heart is to be obedient and to be faithful, then there's always enough grace to accomplish what he's asked us to do. And that goes for all areas of life. That goes with being a mom, being a wife, being a friend, um, goes with our jobs. You know, he gives us a grace. He gives us an anointing. He gives us an ability to do whatever he's asked of us. And that's why it's important for us to find out, you know, what what is he asking of me? Because there's grace there for that. And um, today, I wanted to come to you and talk with you about 
something that has been, I've been wanting to talk with you about this for, for a while now, but I'm just waiting for the right time. It, I want to talk with you today about, um, how important fun is in our homes. You know, sometimes we think of fun as frivolous. You know, it's something that, um, you know, maybe we don't put it high on the list of priorities, but I think we should. I really do. You know, I, by nature, I am, um, you may not believe this about me, but I'm kind of serious. You know, I, I, I am, um, I've always got a list of things to work on. I definitely would not call myself type A. I don't think I'm a type A person. I think my sister is, um, which is why I think we work good together. <laughs> um, but I, I'm a little more loosey goosey, but that's okay. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've tried to live into the person that God made me to be. But sometimes when I have a long list of things that I'm working on, um, you know, fun just is not a priority to me. And I'm just, you know, I want to cross off things on my list. You know, I was telling my sister, even this, this week, you know, they say that crossing things off your list, it releases dopamine. And I have been known on occasion to write things on my to-do list that I've already done just because I love the feeling of marking it off. (laughs) And if it's not on the list, I, I can't mark it off, right? So, um, I, I would not call myself type A, but I definitely like to feel like anyone, like I'm accomplishing things. And with everything that's going on right now, you know, in my life and different seasons when we've been extremely busy, um, I, I've just, I've got my mind on the prize, right? I, I'm, I'm just thinking I got to get this done and I get that done and that done. And when everything's done, you know, then I'll rest. But when you have little ones, well, and bigger ones, but especially little ones, you should definitely think about fun and, you know, making fun a part of your life, making it part of your everyday life, of your home, of your, of the ebb and flow of the, of, of your home. You know, I, I often, before I had kids, I would think of fun as something I could do, or I could squeeze it in when I had time, right? Or something that should just be spontaneous. Just, it should just happen. I shouldn't have to think about fun. But I found out with little ones that they need fun and they need to have times when, you know, it's, it's, it's right to act silly and it's right to just enjoy, um, just being alive. You ever been around little ones? Yeah, they just enjoy being alive. Everything is a game. Everything, you know, is, is play. And, you know, Jesus said we could learn a lot from them. You know, he, when his disciples were jockeying for a position and they were arguing among themselves who was the greatest in the kingdom, he took a little one. He took a child and put that child in the midst of them and said, you know, you must become like these little ones. And so they must have something to teach us, right? And when I came into motherhood and, you know, had determined to that I was going to be the best mom ever, right? I was going to do everything right. Um, and, you know, I may not have said that out loud, but I think there was a part in my heart that felt that way. And now I know, you know, that's impossible. But, you know, I had this 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 goal in mind, right? And as I set out to do that, 
Um, you know, who has time for fun? I had a lot to do. You know, kids are a lot of work, you know, baths and food and, you know, going to work and coming home and, you know, who had time for fun? I was just trying to get the basics done. But everything to them was supposed to be fun. And especially when I um, was able to come home with them full time, you know, I really saw myself as doing more of the fun things. I thought, oh, if I could just be at home with them more, then we could do more fun things. And you know what? Um, when you're home with them more, there's you see more stuff, more work that needs to be done. It's very rarely that it's fun work that needs to be done. And so I would notice that when, you know, I was in one of my modes, right, that we're going to get this done, I'm going to get this done, I'm going to get this done today, that, you know, we I saw the little interruptions that always come when you have little ones. I saw them as very annoying and frustrating. And they, it was like they were trying to thwart my plans. You know, I had a well laid out day and here are these, you know, these little interruptions that are coming from these little kids that don't understand my responsibilities. And little by little, because I am a slow learner, little by little, I, the Lord started breaking through to me and showing me this is life. This is life and you're missing it because they are geared and made for fun. They are constantly looking for joy and finding it in in little things that to you are nothing, but to them, it's very important. And so the Lord started helping me to slow down and to engage in fun with my kids because they need it. And I found out in that process that I needed it too. But I just, I didn't think I had time for it. You know, it just didn't seem important. And I found out that as I entered fun, as I entered things in their world, that their fun, their joy, you know, they're so full of joy. I know you're thinking right now, you may have a a screaming child, you know, in the background, you're thinking, you haven't seen my house, you haven't seen my child. But you know, as well as I do, that there are times that all they want to do is giggle and all they want to do is laugh at silly things. And so many times we miss that because we have a list of things that need to be done right now. But I found out that as I would enter into their world of joy, that the joy just naturally spilled over on me. It's kind of like when you're trying to give somebody else a drink and you spill it on yourself, right? You can't help but take in some of that joy and it does something in us. You know, it opens up our hearts and we get to enjoy life in another way. And so, see, I have found so many times in my life where I think I'm teaching my children and I think the Lord is using me to serve and love and bless them, that really God is using them and using the situations that they put me in to teach and bless and change me and make me the person he created me to be. And I think that that's just part of being a mom, you know, is we realize Wow, Lord, as I'm teaching them, you're teaching me. 
you know, I thought I was the one who was who was doing, you know, who was who was who was serving. I thought I was the one who knew everything, but it turns out I'm not. It turns out that you are, Lord. And so, I want to encourage you to carve out time for fun to make it where it's not something that you know we just hope we can fit in when we when we can or something that hopefully will spring up out of nowhere but be intentional about having fun and enjoying your children because they need it and you need it and if we're not intentional a lot of times it will just it will it won't happen and we'll get to a place where you know everything is very hard and it seems like we're just striving to get to the next thing you know i've noticed that when we go th- and we do we all all of us go through seasons you know we all have good times and we all have bad times and we all have you know busy times and and we all have transitions and things never stay the same they're always changing and so I have noticed that when I have a particularly difficult time or it feels like we're just grinding and grinding and grinding, usually during those times, we're really lacking fun. And things seem even harder because we haven't or I haven't stopped to enjoy something that's right before me. And if I can stop, if by the grace of the Lord I can stop and I can find those things to be thankful for and those things to enjoy, and kids are really good at helping us find those things, if I can, then that time is not wasted time. That time puts wind in my sails. You know, it puts oil in my in my lamp. And it gives me it helps remind me why I'm doing all these other things. You know, it's 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 good to have a nice, clean, organized home, but why are we doing it? Because we love the ones who live there, right? You know, it's nice to have all of our ducks in a row, but why are we doing that to impress everybody else, or so that we can enjoy the ones that we've been given? You know, God wants us to enjoy the life we've been given. He wants us to take care of the people he's given us and the things that we're responsible for. But the wonderful thing is we can do all of that and enjoy those things and enjoy those people at the same time. And I really do think that that is a better witness to our children and to the world that, you know, not only is God our Father, but we love Him and enjoy Him and enjoy the life that He's given us. And I think that's a wonderful testimony. So just to give you a little idea of what I'm talking about here, I know sometimes I have to, no, a lot of times, I have to intentionally find time for fun things and make those fun things happen in our home. Now, I don't have to be the orchestrator of of fun as much as I did when my kids were smaller because now they they've kind of got their they they kind of have their own idea of what they want to do for fun and and I get to tag along but I still have to think about it because sometimes you know I can get in one of those um lulls where it's like man we just need to do something around here we need to break up the monotony everybody's grumpy and ill but when they were when they were younger I was I had to be a lot more on my game 
because especially as a homeschool mom, and you know, and you don't have to be a homeschool mom to to feel these things or to, to recognize these things. But we would have days where everybody was ill or irritable, and it just seems like you know there were tears, and sometimes they were mine, and you know, and we would just have these days. It just felt like woe was me. And even right in the middle of a homeschool day, I would say, you know what? This isn't working. We need to change it up. And we would, I would say, okay, we're done with school, done for the day. And my boys would look at me like, are you serious? Are you, what do you mean? What's going on? I'd say, yeah, we're done. It's time. And they were like, what time for what? Time for what? It's time to go to the park. And we would load up. We would go by McDonald's and get a a dollar ice cream at that time. I'm sure there are more than that now. Um, we would take our ice cream to the park and I would just let them play and, you know, and how much ever help they needed from me, whether it's push them on the swing or, or just stand there and, and, and watch them and encourage them. And we just get out and just do something for fun to break up the monotony. You know, and there are other things that, you know, we would do just to, just to get out of the house. You know, sometimes you just got to get out of the, 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 the same old thing. You just got to go see something new. You know, we would go to the park. We would go to a museum. We would hook up with another family and other, some other friends. And, you know, sometimes we would just go to, there's a state park not too far, far from us and there's a lake there and we'd go on a nature walk. And those things, they, they, they were never pretty. They were never very well organized. But just the fact that we're doing something different, we're getting out of here, that was fun. And it breathed new life into our, into our day, into our week, you know, into our minds and our hearts. You know, sometimes it was, you know, other things. We would go to the aquarium. Now, my kids really like to go to the movies. We don't do that a lot. But if we want to mix it up, I'll say, hey, you know, what's playing? We'll just take an afternoon and go to the movies. I think the most recent one we watched was the Mario movie. And that my boys have played Mario for years. So that was a treat for them, even though they're teenagers. They loved that movie. And, you know, we, as moms, we get to orchestrate. We get to do things like that. And we think we're doing it for them and we are, but it also does something in us. You know, recently I had to go um, to a friend's house and pick up something. And she is a new grandmom. She has a little two-year-old granddaughter who she keeps while her, while her daughter is at work. And I'm going to tell you, she is the prettiest little thing. And, you know, I had my children a little later in life and this friend had hers earlier. And so where, when, while I have teenagers still, she has a grandbaby and she has the wonderful privilege of being able to take care of that little grandbaby while her mom's at work. And when I stopped by the other day, they were outside blowing bubbles. And I could tell she was just looking for something to fill the day and, and get her, you know, get her energy out. But um, when I pulled up, I said, you've got it made. And she looked at me kind of like, what? I said, look, the middle of the day, 
and you're outside blowing bubbles. You've got it made. <laughs> and, um, you know, she didn't feel like she had it made, but sometimes you, you have to look at it through new, new, through new eyes. You know, who gets to sit around and blow bubbles in the middle of the day? And I remember when my little ones, when my boys were very little, they've always loved board games and they loved Candyland. And they loved playing that game and they always wanted me to play with them. And, you know, a lot of times I would I would be too busy. You know, I would find things to do because after a while you, you can only play Candyland and actually enjoy it like maybe once. And after that, it's a it's a labor of love. But I remember the joy that it brought them. I'd try to sit down and play and and act like I was really into it, you know, and and of course, they've moved on from Candyland now by a, by a long ways. But you know what I would give for one of my boys to want to sit down and play Candyland or play something with me right now. So just remember, those are important things. They seem frivolous. They seem like, oh, I'm so busy. I've got such a busy, such a such a, a long list of things to do. But when you have fun with your kids. When you have, when you take time to carve out time for them, just to be with them, you are knitting your hearts together. And when they know you love them and they know you love them, you know, kids spell love, T-I-M-E. When they know that you love them and that you care about them, they are way more receptive to the things that you are teaching them, that you're showing them, um, that you stand for. They they want to know the things that are important to you when you, they know that the things that are important to them are important to you. And it just, it knits our hearts together. And so, you know, I remember, especially during summer seasons, when everybody's off from school and we're trying to find out how to fill the day, I would make a bucket list for summer. And I would say, these are the things that I would like to do with my kids this summer. And sometimes we got, no, we never got it all done, but sometimes we got more things done than others. But I would say, you know, this summer, I want to make popsicles, homemade popsicles. And this summer, I want us to blow bubbles, right? And this summer, I want us to go outside with chalk and just write all over the cement outside. I want to do a picnic at at the marina park. There's a really nice park down near um, the marina near our home. And, you know, I'd say this summer, I want us to go to the bookstore. I want us to go to Barnes & Noble and just, you know, spend as long as they will spend in the kids section. And, you know, it's... Those kind of things just make you a list. These are the things I want to accomplish this summer, or these are the things I want to accomplish, you know, before they're five. These are the things that I want us to do together. And see, that's being intentional. That is not just hoping that fun springs up, but, you know, making time for it. And there's also an art in seeing when fun springs up, even when it's not a convenient time and jumping in there and letting you know, and just entering their world because, you know, a kid, their work is play. And when we can humble ourselves and in, enter their play with them, then um, it does so much for our relationship with them.
So I encourage you, go and have some fun, some fun with your kids. And it doesn't have to cost anything. You know, a lot of the things I just mentioned, you know, chalk on the sidewalk, bubbles, um, those kind of things are absolutely free. And they will remember those things and you will remember those things for a lifetime. I also wanted to to ask you guys for a favor. If you have been listening to my podcast and it has been a blessing to you and an encouragement to you, I want to ask you to go, if you listen, wherever you listen, and rate my podcast, give me a five-star rating, because I have heard that that helps when um, people are searching for podcasts to cause mine to pop up. And, you know, if I'm going to do this, I would like people to listen (laughs) um, that, you know, so that I don't feel like I'm just talking to the wind. And also, while you're doing that, if you just shoot me a line, either through Messenger, through Facebook, and I am at graceformyhome.com, you can go there and contact me, or through Instagram, and just, you know, just send me a message and say, hey, I'm out here. Um, if you have any suggestions for things that I could talk about or topics that interest you or even anything that I've spoken and you thought, I wish you would talk more about that, let me know because that would help really help me with planning. For the next, probably the next two months, um, June and July, I am going to put together some teaching because I'm going to be very busy trying to get this coffee shop up and running. And so it would help me to go ahead and line up what I'm going to speak on. And so I'm thinking, I'm mulling it over right now, but I've got a couple of ideas. Um, probably one topic for the month of June and then another topic for the month of July. And I'm thinking about doing something on marriage because I haven't spoken a lot about that, but it is something that is dear to my heart. And I I just want to help you guys. I want to encourage you and hopefully, you know, give you new things to think about or just remind you of, of, of old things that you know that are good to remember. But um, before I let you go today, I want to just say a prayer for you. Father, I thank you for my sisters that are listening. I thank you, Lord God, that we are, Lord, that we are created in your image, that Lord, you put us as the mamas over these children that you've given us, that you want us to not just endure these times, but Lord, sometimes we are just enduring. But Lord, I pray that we would move from just enduring to also enjoying them. Father, help us to stop and see them through your eyes. Father, we pray, oh God, I pray, Lord, for your joy to bubble up. That Lord, as we see your joy in them, that Lord, we would enter into that joy, Lord God, and that we would enjoy them. God, I ask you, Lord, that we would have eyes to see, Lord, what you're doing in them and in us. And Lord, I just bless, bless these listeners. And Lord, I bless our homes. And Lord, we invite you into our homes. Show us your way in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you've enjoyed this episode today and will join me here again next week. You can find more encouragement on my blog at graceformyhome.com. God bless. Bye-bye.